Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Hamdan kathiran, Toyiban, Mubarakan, Fih, Kama yuhibbu Rabbuna wa yarda. Ashadu an la ilaha illallah, Wahdahu la sharika lah, Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh, Al-Nasih Al-Amin. اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله بإذن الله تعالى we pick up where we left off in the eighth khutbah this topic is a topic that is extremely important. And I want everyone to reflect and to think and to contemplate over this topic. Because it expresses the reality of what it is and what it means to be a Muslim. It is very important in our time, especially in this day in which that we live, where we have many individuals who call us to be Muslim by name only. Many individuals will deem that it is proper to be just a Muslim by name. It is incumbent if we want to benefit when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we strive to the best of our ability to actualize the meaning of what it is to be a Muslim. That we strive our best to embody Islam and to live accordingly in the way that we are to be. Imam bin Baz rahimahullah ta'ala he mentioned that the deen has been referred to as the ibadah. To establish the ibadah for Allah Azza wa Jalla. And that the origin of ibadah is that we are humble and we submit ourselves to Allah Azza wa Jalla. That we submit ourselves to Allah Azza wa Jalla. We humble ourselves to Allah Azza wa Jalla. By doing that which He has commanded us to do and by staying away from that which He has prohibited us from. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has named the deen al-Islam. Because when we submit ourselves, that we're submitting ourselves to be compliant to the commands of Allah azza wa And submitting ourselves to be compliant and staying away from the prohibitions. Likewise, the Imam, rahimahullah ta'ala, he says, وَسَمَّاهَا التَّقْوَى And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has referred to it as التَّقْوَى التَّقْوَى And we know the way in which the word taqwa is generally translated. It is translated as being God-fearing. It is translated as being piety. It is translated to mean to have fear of Allah Azza wa and all of these things enter into the meaning of taqwa. But the Ibn Ta'ala will come very shortly to see actually what is a taqwa. What is the concept of a taqwa? And what does it mean to truly have a taqwa in Allah Azza wa Jalla? The deen of Islam has also been called and referred to as a taqwa. Qala Allah Ta'ala. وَلَكِنَّ الْبِرَّ Man is taqwa. But rather, the righteousness, 
and piety, these are qualities of those who fear Allah. These are qualities of those who fear Allah. Meaning, these are qualities of those who have taqwa. These qualities of those who have taqwa. Because to be a Muslim and to actualize what it means to be a Muslim, to embody what it means to be a Muslim, then we have to have taqwa. We have to have this characteristic of taqwa of Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah Azza wa Jal, he said, إِنَّ الْمُتَّقِينَ فِي جَنَّاتٍ وَنَعِيمٍ That verily, those who have taqwa, and as you see, we're being very careful not to try translate it as regularly translated. And verily, those who have taqwa, المُتَّقِينَ These are the ones who have taqwa. These four them. They will be in gardens of bliss. Those who have taqwa, they will be in Jannah. They will be in heaven. For them is the heaven. They will be in gardens of bliss. These ones who have taqwa. The Imam, he says, Sammaha taqwa. It has been called taqwa. Why? لِأَنَّ الْعَبْدِ يَفْعَلُهَا لِأَنَّ الْعَبْدِ يفعلها يتقي بها غضب الله because the servant he does it يتقي why because he brings for him a screen a barrier from what from the anger of Allah that's what it means to have taqwa to bring for yourself a barrier a screen a protection from what from the anger of Allah Azza wa Jal, from the punishment of Allah Azza wa Jal. These are those who have taqwa, is that they bring a barrier between themselves and Allah's punishment. They bring a barrier between themselves and the anger of Allah. They bring a barrier between themselves and Allah's displeasure. This is what it means to have taqwa. This is the characteristic of the taqwa. They, by way of it, by way of this taqwa, they, they bring a barrier between them and the punishment of Allah, the chastisement of Allah, the grievous torment of Allah. How do they do this? What is that barrier that they bring as a protection from Allah's punishment? What is that barrier that they bring as a protection from earning the anger of Allah? That protection that they get, how is that attained? It is attained, as the Shaykh says, وَهُوَ يَفْعَلُ أَوَامِنَ اللَّهِ وَجَنْتَهِ عَنَّ وَاجِهِ مُسَلِّمًا مُنْقَادًا خَاضِعًا ذَرِيلًا يَرْجُ رَحْمَةَ الرَّبِّهِ يَخْشَى عِقَابِهِ يَخْشَى عِقَابَهُ وَيَتَّقِي بِذَلِكَ سُوَى الْمُنْقَلِبِ فَهَذَا فَلِهَذَا سَمَّ اللَّهِ إِنَّهُ تَقْوَاهِ He says, the great Imam, Imam bin Ba'ad, rahmatullah alayhi, he says, and this is because he does the commands, the commandments of Allah. He fulfills the commandments of Allah, this is the first part of what it means to bring a protection, a screen, a barrier between yourself and the anger of Allah, the punishment of Allah, because it's in the Bible he does what? He does those commands that Allah has commanded him to do. Why is he doing that? Because he's trying to put a screen between him and Allah's anger and Allah's punishment. 
He stays away from that which Allah has prohibited. Why is he staying away from the prohibitions of Allah Hashanah? Because he's trying to bring a screen, a barrier between himself and the anger of Allah, the punishment of Allah, the chastisement and torment of Allah Hashanah, from the displeasure of Allah Hashanah. So therefore he stays away from the prohibition. He stays away from that which Allah has made prohibited. He stays away from the haram. In all of the haram, whether that be music, whether that be dinner, whether that be fornication, whether that be theft and burglary, whether that be stealing and robbing, whether that be committing murder, whether that be infringing upon the rights of the neighbor, whether that be disrespecting the parents, whether that be, whether that be, whatever it may be from the haram, he stays away from it. Why? To bring a barrier between himself and between the end of Allah and the Wajjah. He does these commands and he says with the, from the prohibition, submitting himself, humbling himself, submitting himself unto Allah, to be compliant unto the commandments of Allah, and of humility toward Allah, lowering himself for Allah as the Rajal. Why? Because he's seeking the reward of his Lord. Because he's scared of Allah's punishment. Because he's trying to get a screen between himself and between that which results in bad consequences. For this reason, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made his religion taqwa. Because the Muslim, he brings forth these actions. Bringing a screen between himself and the anger of Allah. This is from the deen of Al-Islam. This is from Islam. This is Islam. To strive to put a barrier between yourself and Allah's anger. To strive to put a barrier between yourself and Allah's punishment. To strive your best to not go to hell. And because you are seeking, you want the reward of Allah. You want that Allah to be pleased with you. You work for Allah to love you. You work for Allah to enter you into his reward. You work to go to heaven. This is why you do the righteous good deeds and you strive your best to stay away from the haram, evil deeds. And when you slip up, you follow it up with repentance unto Allah because you're scared of Allah's punishment. You want Allah's reward. That's why the word taqwa is often translated as those who have fear of Allah, those who are pious and have piety of Allah. So yes, these meanings they will enter into and they point to the meaning of a taqwa, but perhaps now we understand a little better the reality of taqwa and what a taqwa is and who are the muttaqoon, who are those who have taqwa. And Allah Ta'ala, he has named his religion Iman. Summiya Imanan. Li'annahu. It has been named Iman. Because it is the being of Islam, Tasdiqun Lillah, with the Rasul, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It is to see as being true, to actualize and truthfully believe in that which Allah Ta'ala and the Messenger وسلم, have informed us of is to truly believe in Allah and His Messenger. Can I call Allah Ta'ala? As Allah Ta'ala, He says, 
فآمنوا بالله ورسوله ونور الذي أنزلنا and believe in Allah and his messenger and the light in which we have set down to believe in Allah, to truly believe in Allah, truly believe in his messenger and the light in which we have set down. Allah Ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O you who believe, O you who believe, Allah Ta'ala is addressing the believers, and then Allah Ta'ala says, Aminu, believe, all of you then therefore believe, Aminu billah wa rasulih, believe in Allah and believe in his messenger, in truth, because it's not about what you say, what you say, but it's about the reality of that which is existing in your heart. And that which exists in your heart, you will see that it, is, it will be manifest upon your limbs. You will hear in the speech. So therefore, the iman, it is that which resides in the heart. That which is articulated upon the tongue. That which is expressed by the limbs. It raises, it goes up, it increases with obedience unto Allah, and it decreases, it decreases with disobedience unto Allah, as the Wajal. So Allah, as the Wajal, is telling those who believe, all you who believe, believe in Allah and His Messenger. All you who claim faith, truly believe in Allah and His Messenger. Because it is only the true Iman, it is only the true belief in Allah and His Messenger that will avail you. Not what you say, not what you claim. But the reality of your situation. So Allah Ta'ala says, Well, me, all you who believe, believe in Allah and in His Messenger. Waqala Subhana, and Allah Ta'ala says, Wa'adullahu al-Mu'mineen, wal-Mu'minat, jinnatin jajri min tahtiha al-anhar. Allah Ta'ala says, Me, and we have promised the believing men and the believing women that they will be in gardens under which rivers flow. وقال تعالى وكان حقا علينا نصر المؤمنين And verily it is a right upon us that we aim and give victory to those people who have Iman. That we give victory to those people who have Iman. They have faith, they are true believers. وَلِهَذِهِ أَفَهَذِهِ الْعِبَادَةِ وَهَذِ الْإِسْلَامِ so this ibadah, this worship, and Islam, both of them have been called iman. They both have been called faith, true faith. لِأَنَّهُمَا إِمَانٌ بِاللَّهِ Because they are both true belief in Allah and His Messenger. وَتَصْدِيقٌ بِمَا أَخْبَرَ اللَّهُ بِهِ وَرَسُولُهُ and they are an affirmation and to truly believe in that which Allah and His Messenger have informed us of. And to truthfully believe in the commandments of Allah. And to truly believe in that which Allah has prohibited. For who are So therefore, it is true belief. It is true belief. It is true belief. This doesn't reside in the heart, but it manifests upon the legs. And you hear it inside of the, of, the, of, of, of the words. You hear it in the articulation. You hear it in the statements. It rises with obedience, and it goes down with this obedience. This is the true iman. So you will find that a Muslim, he will, because of his true iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
He will submit himself, humble himself, lower himself to, to Allah as to a judge by doing that which Allah has commanded and by striving his best to stay away from that which Allah has made prohibited to do that which Allah has commanded to the best of his ability and to stay away from that which Allah has made prohibited and to make tawbah when he falls up short, to make tawbah when she comes up short, to make tawbah when they do the haram, and then try again and strive to do that which Allah Ta'ala he loves and that which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. And we ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala to make us of those who have the success and doing that which he loves and that which he's pleased with, those who embody these characteristics, those who actualize these characteristics, those who come forth and they have the iman, the true iman, those who come forth and they are those who are truly seeking a protection and a screening between them and the anger of Allah, the punishment of Allah, because they are seeking the reward of Allah. We ask Allah Ta'ala to make us of the people of Jannah and to save us from the fire. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد الله Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has also named this being guidance. And I can't stress enough to really pay attention to the characteristics and the meanings of these words. Ibadah, Islam, Taqwa, Iman. Pay very close attention to the meaning of these words. Because all of these things together, they enter into what it means to be a good Muslim, to be a true Muslim. The meaning of these words is that which every Muslim should be striving to attain, what every Muslim should be striving to do. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of his mercy, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of his kind treatment to his slaves, he refers to his religion using these words so that we understand what it entails and what it means to be a Muslim. From that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wasamma awal yusamma hudan. Allah ta'ala, he has named it guidance. He has named the deen of al-Islam guidance. Listen, ya ibad, listen. He has named it guidance. Because Allah, by way of it, He guides people out of misguidance. He guides people out of the way that is astray and wrong and error. And Allah Ta'ala, He guides by way of it unto the ways and the means and the causes of true happiness. Because He's the deen of Al-Islam, it guides us to that which is correct, away from the misguidance. And we know what is correct because it is the lifestyle in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has revealed. So from the characteristics that should be a part of every single Muslim is that they should be striving to be upon the way of guidance and the exact opposite of misguidance. 
Meaning, they should be striving to be the exact opposite of that which is particular to the kuffar. And you see an example of this in the Prophet how he embodies his action example and this concept that he used to discourage us from resembling the kuffar. And he used to, he used to contradict the kuffar and what they used to do and that was was particular to them. So much so that the Jews of Medina, they came to the Prophet and they complained and they said there's not a single thing except you contradict us in it. There's not a single thing except you different from us. You make it a point to be different from us. Because the way of the Jews, the way of the Christians, the way of the Buddhists, the way of the Hindus, the way of the Rastafarians, the way of the Drashis and the Kufar, all of them is the way of misguidance. So therefore the Muslim, the believer, he strives to be opposite of them. This is with their left hand, like the Shaykh The Muslim goes with his left hand, he with his right hand. They wear their hands and their garments below their ankles. The men from men, the Muslim will be like that. We not Muslims, we pull ours up. They say, well, the bears are, are the bears from their face. They say, well, their face to a hair. This is from that what's the particular to them. But not the Muslims, that's not for us to talk. I tell me, so what's the kuliha? Leave alone the bears, let it grow. Because it is from our religion to be different from the kufar. Not to mention, so much for what the Prophet said, as he said, men that shut down this only for a middle will ever imitate the people that he's from them. So the Prophet said, in his example, everywhere in his life, and in his willing us, told us to be different in the before life, because what it means to be a Muslim is that we stick to the guidance that Allah has sent down, with more ready and then not, and that guidance, that right that we sit down, that is the guidance. That is exactly so there's no way possible that a Muslim's lifestyle should imitate a Kappa lifestyle. No way. How? Hey, we're supposed to be a small guidance. Therefore, misguided. If we're a small guidance, then therefore, misguided, then how is our lifestyle like their lifestyle? And we really are guided. So a lot of times, he makes his religion guided because it guides away from misguided. And because it guides to the means of happiness, because happiness is attained by implementing Islam, actualizing Islam, all those headaches that may come to you in your life, you will find that the origin of that is sitting. You will find the origin of that is sitting in your lack of compliance to the Book of Allah. You understand? You will find any depression reaching you. It's because of sin. So you find the man that's overstressed about his mortgage, overstressed about his condo, overstressed about being underwater as relates to his house, overstressed about the the, the, the climate of the uh, of the real estate market and so on and so forth, all of these problems he wouldn't have if he may push that interest based loan to begin with. So all of that headache, all those great headaches is because of him. You put that on yourself. That woman that goes outside and she's not covered, and in the midst, they start harassing her, start talking to her, cat calling at her, disrespecting her. That's her fault for coming outside, showing her her adornment that only her husband should see. That's her husband's fault for not being a man, allowing his wife to go outside and flaunt her beauty on a people that can't do nothing with it anyway. So if something happens and she becomes a cop, 
who you blame for that? You will find the misery that reaches us is because of our sin. So the demons and the blood is pushed to that way of what? That way that will lead to happiness. Because if you obey Allah, it will judge. If you obey Allah, the one who gave you life, shows you how you're supposed to live your life, the one who will put you in the judgment, which is your real life. How are you going to be unhappy? How are you going to be sad? How are you going to be miserable? This is why you find that in Iman, the people of Iman, despite what their situation may be, because Allah Ta'ala said he's going to test us. He's going to test us becoming more fair, coming from hunger, so it says, well, Allah Ta'ala said he's going to test us. But the righteous people, no matter what the test comes to them, you don't find them wandering inside them. They're the person, why? Because they understand, We belong to Allah, and unto Allah we're going to return. So you don't find them wandering and squandering away and just beat the person the like the house burned down because Allah has said The house burned down is uh, this is Allah's decree. Allah does what he wants. Alhamdulillah, we got out, we got dead. Alhamdulillah. All praise and things belong to us in every situation. You can find this is the way to believe it. I'm able to cope with these things because you realize the reality of that what? Is the next life. Jannah, the reality is the next life, the house burned down with it is. No problem. It's death or punishment of your believer on the way to Jannah. It's death or punishment. No way. Like that, if we know that Allah will die, when it has accepted from us all this peace, and we are the people of Jannah, then I'm ready to die right now. We should all ready to die right now. Not saying we don't try to kill ourselves, but death is not a problem any time after we're telling if we know we're the people of the gender. But we don't know that. We don't know that. So while we're still alive, we got to strive. We have to strive to do what is right. We have to strive to make sober from our things. We have to strive to change our wicked ways before it's too late. So it is guided. Islam is guided for those who acting according to it and hold on to it. It's not just about you know about Islam. How many people out there know about Islam? They're not Muslims, why? They're not living Islam. They haven't submitted themselves to Allah as a judge. They don't believe in Allah as a judge, so they're not Muslims. Islam is a guidance for those who hold on to it. They act in accordance to it. They practice it. It's a guidance. With the honor and any the ones who are already guided upon the deed of Islam. With tadabihi's so then they will be guided to the truth and that which is correct. We'll say that in the and then they will be safe from calamities, from evil, and from corruption. Those they implement the deen of Al-Islam. If you fear in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you will find that that calamity that is the result of sin won't reach you. That calamity, that tragedy that is a result of sin, it won't touch you. You will find that the evil repercussions of sin and corruption won't touch you, won't reach you if you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَقَدْ جَاءَهُمْ مِنْ رَبِّهِمُ And verily, that has come to them from their Lord's guidance. That has come to them from their Lord's guidance, but you're only going to benefit from it if you live in accordance to the guidance. That's because you know about it. That's because your parents are upon the guidance, your grandparents are upon the guidance, or somebody you know upon the guidance. 
or you hang around people upon the guidance, it's not going to help you. Well, I tell you the wise it of and the people will not bear the burden of sin of another people. Likewise, you're not going to be rewarded for what somebody else do. Meaning, if you have nothing to do with that whatsoever, we're not talking about that you point them to a good in the life. It's different because you did something, you point them to a good. But if you have totally disconnected from a person's good, how do you think you'll get some of that? You don't work like that in the dunya. Does somebody come up to you and say, yeah, I heard you just got paid, man. Yeah, run 10% of that. You say, for what? You ain't work, James, put in the hours. You ain't go there early. You may stay late. Mama gave 10% of my paycheck. For what? That's how it is in dunya. You think you're going to come to your Mokiyama and say, hey, Umi, Abby, can I get some good deeds? No, everyone's going to say, Nepsi, Nepsi. For this reason, yeah, Ibar, Jaf is the Sahih Muslim, and Ali, when they allow Tana Ali, becomes a Sahih Muslim for Ali, when they allow Tana Ali, when they want to listen up good and open up their ears good. Ali, when they allow Tana Ali, when they allow Tana Ali, when they he was one of the rightly guided Khulafa, rightly guided Khalifas. You understand? So we already know he was a born guy. He was rightly guided. The Prophet Shai Salam here told us that. The Khulafa and Rashidin, that they're going to be upon what they guided. Huh? He's guided. Ali, the outstanding characteristics of Ali are known. One of the best Sahaba, best of the Ummah. In fact, there were only three from the Sahaba who were better than him. He was better than every other Sahabi except for three. Them being Abu Bakr, Umar, and Uthman. They're the only ones that could beat our Ali. Other than that, Ali is better than all of the Ummah except for them three. You understand? Ali was the Allah He said unto the Prophet, I said unto the Prophet, I said unto the Prophet, teach me a supplication at the Allah. Be teach me a supplication that I that I can supplicate unto Allah. Teach me a supplication, a dua that I can call upon Allah with. Listen to what the Prophet said unto Allah. This is a tremendous asking, right? So the Prophet said he will give an answer that is concise and from the most beneficial thing. So the Prophet said he told him what he said. Call Allahumma inni as'aluka al-huda wa-sadad. He said, say, very short dua. All of us can learn the dua right now. Allahumma inni as'aluka al-huda wa-sadaq. Oh Allah, I ask you for huda guidance. What's Oh Allah, I ask you for guidance. That you show me the guidance. You guide me to what is correct. What's sadaq? It comes from the word in the Arabic language, like you would think about an arrow that it hit its mark. Sadat, it hit its mark. Now, that you guide me, and then you make me as those who are part of the guidance, those who actualize the guidance, those who come with the guidance, not those who know things in theory, but then practically they're not doing it. Those, those people who know what's halal, but they're not doing it. Those who know what's haram, but they ain't staying away from it. But those who are called guided, in reality, those who are upright upon guidance, oh Allah, guide me to the guidance, or oh Allah, I ask you for the guidance, and then I ask you to make me compliant upon the guidance. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has answered his dua, because he's from the khulafa of Rashidin. 
This is something we have to beg Allah with. Shaykh Al-Islam and Taymiyyah, he said that this is the most outstanding and the most beneficial of the supplications. Oh Allah, guide me to the guidance and then make me steadfast upon it. He said, because every other supplication that contains good, then it will enter into the umbrella of the meaning of this supplication. Like the supplication, oh Allah, in the as'aluka jannah, وَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنَ النَّارِ Oh Allah, I ask you for the jannah and I ask you to save you from the fire. That will, that will be the reality of what? Of the one who knows the guidance and then he has the success in being upon the guidance and in compliance to the guidance. So every dua you can think of that will bring a good thing for the one who makes that supplication, it will fall under the umbrella of being guidance and then upon the guidance, living the guidance, actu- actualizing the guidance. This is from the most beneficial of the supplications. I encourage everyone to memorize the supplications, if not in Arabic, in whatever language you speak, to call upon Allah Ta'ala with the meaning of the supplication until you learn it in the Arabic language. You can beg Allah Ta'ala in English, you can beg Allah Ta'ala in Urdu, you can beg Allah Ta'ala in Spanish, you can beg Allah Ta'ala in any language you speak. Beg Allah Ta'ala to guide you to the guidance and to make you with those who are steadfast upon the guidance. That's Allah Ta'ala and you will wa iyaakum lima yuhibbuhu wa yarba wa an yaj'alna min ladhihi istami'una qawlan fi yattabi'una ahsana wa an yaj'alna mubarakan haythu ma kunna wa an yaj'alna mimman idhra'atiya shakar wa bubutuliya sabar wa idha adnaba sabfara fa inna haa ulai salata alwanu s-sa'ada hadha ya'ibad faqimu s-salam.